0: You're listening to Baking a Boss, a podcast for the modern Latina cake designer. I didn't always dream of having my own business as a cake designer, but when my son was diagnosed with autism, I left my job to be a full-time mom and housewife. But being the independent Latina that I am, I needed more. So I discovered a passion for cake decorating, business, and marketing strategies. I was able to turn a hobby into a six-figure income working from home, and now it is my mission to help Latinas like you turn their hobby into a profitable business from the comfort of your home. Join me as we discuss topics common in our community and listen as I bring you a new perspective on life, business, money mindsets, and what it takes as a Latina woman to be successful in an extremely saturated industry. All of this with a sweet side of Azúcar. Let's get started. I'm going to talk about the ultimate controversy, and it is baking from scratch versus cake boxes. I am going to discuss different opinions on this subject matter. There's so many layers that are involved in this entire subject. Um, And honestly, I thought that subject was dead. I thought that it was non-relevant, that people just moved on from it, but I've noticed that the more um, visibility we as creators have to social media, and we are exposing ourselves to the public, the more room there is for everyone to have an opinion about what you're doing, how you're doing it, what you're charging, why you're charging, what you're charging. And somehow the debate has been that a person or a baker that bakes a cake um, using a doctored cake mix should not charge the same premium prices as a person that is baking from scratch. And um, I just, I thought to myself, I need to really crunch the numbers to see what is the price difference. Because when it comes to pricing, we have to charge for a whole as like you have to look at it from the whole finished project okay um if you have not taken my pricing 101 course i recommend that you stop listening to this podcast right now go over to orlando cake academy.com and purchase the course it's only $25 and is freaking eye opening trust me it'll change your life but let's just like touch base on this controversy. So I crunched the numbers. And I thought to myself, I know for sure that whatever I price a cake, it's never um, based on just ingredients and supplies. It's mostly my time because that it doesn't matter if I'm baking from scratch, if I'm baking from commercial grade um, pre mixes, if I'm baking from a box, um, it does not matter. I feel like what I am charging for is my expertise, my artistic creation behind all that. The ingredients and the materials that you use for creating a cake do matter and you have to do take that into consideration whenever you're um, offering a price. Um, but the first thing and the f- most important thing that you should take into consideration is, in fact, um, your time, the time that you're spending on baking, prepping, cleaning up, making your buttercream, coloring your fondant, making any figures, crumb coating, stacking, layering, filling. I mean, the entire thing. When you look back at that cake, if you spent five hours or eight hours or 10 hours on that cake, you want to make sure that at the end of the day, you have been paid per hour, yourself an hourly wage, You have and you have covered the cost of your supplies and the cost of your materials, okay, and your ingredients. So I did a breakdown of... Let's say a cake that I would charge $210 for. This is my basic, my basic pricing for a six inch double barrel cake, which serves 15 to 20 servings. Okay, now I understand that my prices are different from everybody's. There's people that price lower than I do, and there's people that price higher than I do. This is where I'm most comfortable that I could price this type of size, um, but this is a starting point. Obviously, the more elaborate it is, then the more I'm going to be charging. But let's just say it's $210 basic. So I'm going to calculate my basic recipe, which is my Puerto Rican style cake. Um, This is the recipe that you will find in my recipe book, Sweet and Simple. You will also find this recipe book on my website, OrlandoCakeAcademy.com. And to be able to bake a one-tier cake to serve 15 to 20 servings, I'm going to be using one um, entire recipe. So I calculated the cost of one dozen eggs is seventy. I won't be using all the eggs. However, um, I still need to charge for the entire box. And this is something that I go over for um, in my pricing one-on-one class, because let's just say that I only have one cake order that week, and I only need to use four eggs out of that dozen. What am I going to do with the other eight eggs? You should not be using your uh, bakery supplies for your personal use and vice versa. There should be a separation of this. So, If I'm going to buy eggs because I need eggs to be able to bake this cake, then I need to charge for the entire box of cake, of eggs, okay? You're not going to charge just for the four eggs that you're going to be using. Um, And I'm just going to, that's pretty much as basic as I'm going to get on that subject because I would like for you to purchase the pricing class um, one-on-one. So a dozen eggs, $1.70, two pounds of... Granulated sugar, 4.33. I use premium ingredients. I use the Domino brand. Um, so pretty much everything that I'm going to be calculating is premium ingredients. So it'll be a little bit higher than, let's say, if I go to Walmart and I use the Great Value, um, the Great Value brand. So the Great Value brand would be a little bit less, but I prefer to use the other brands. Um, two pounds of granulated sugar, 4.33. Five pounds of flour, which in this case would be the Washington flour, which is my preferred flour for this of cake, is $5.50. A pound of butter, I will use Land O'Lakes, um, 4 dollars for a pound of butter. Powder sugar, I will need four pounds of powder sugar, which is two bags. And if I use the Domino brand, it's $2.92. High ratio shortening. um, This is hard to find, but I usually buy this uh, a big box, but just to keep it... Um, in the, in the scheme of the experiment, for the sake of the experiment, I went ahead and I went to DNG Occasions, which is where I buy most of my cake supplies, and they do offer, a pound and a half of the shortening, um, already pre pre weighed for ten ninety nine, so a pound and a half of shortening is ten ninety nine, um, vanilla extract is will be like the McCormick brand, 584. Obviously vanilla is very expensive. Um, the, if you go to like a Madagascar brand, you're definitely gonna pay a lot more for that. Um, but I only need like a tablespoon of it. So I would use the McCormick one, 584. And then almond emulsion. I will use the Lorenz and it would be 550. Now, this is again, just for the sake of this experiment, Usually I buy all these ingredients and supplies uh, in bulk. So um, the pricing is a little bit different. But let's just say that I am um, just starting off with my business or I do this as a side hustle or I don't bake as much as other people do and I need to constantly buy uh, smaller scale. So I would just go ahead and add up all of this. And the total to be able to bake my cake, do the simple syrup, and the buttercream for it, um, which are, are the basic ingredients, is $44.68. This is not counting any taxes, any time being spent on shopping for these supplies or finding these supplies. As you can tell, I am going to at least two different stores. I will be going to the grocery store and I will be going to the cake supply store. Um, so that's time, that's gas. And in some occasions, tolls as well. Now, if I compare this to a box cake, the price would be for two boxes of the white vanilla Duncan Hines is um, $1.38 each box. A dozen eggs is $1.70. Um, a 16-ounce bottle of Crisco oil, which is a better quality oil, is $3.24. I would still need the granulated sugar, which is 4.33, and I would still need the granulated sugar because um, I still need to make my simple syrup, right? Um, The powder sugar for the buttercream is, again, 2.98 each bag, and I need two bags of that for four pounds total. I still need the almond extract or the almond emulsion, the Lorenz, which is 5.50. Um, and I will still need the high ratio shortening, which is ten ninety nine. So if I add up the ingredients, the only thing that I am not buying is butter because I am replacing butter for the oil, which is what the instructions say. Now, this is if I use the cake mix as the instructions, um, basic instructions, three eggs, I don't know how many cups of, Oil and water, right? Basic. Um, you know what I didn't calculate here? Milk for the for the first recipe. So if I calculate milk, that's another three dollars. So then from scratch would be forty-seven sixty-eight. Okay. Um, and so for the box mix, I am not using milk because I'm using water instead. I'm not using butter because I'm using oil instead. Um, and I don't need to buy the vanilla extract because the box cake already comes vanilla flavored. Um, and that's pretty much it. Everything else remains the same. So if I add up the box cake recipe with the simple syrup recipe and the buttercream, it totals to $34.34. Okay. So if I subtract, I'm doing this live right now as I'm going. Let's say let's say $48 was rounding it up using from scratch minus $34, rounding up or rounding up to $35 from using a box mix that gives me a price difference of $13. So the difference in ingredients is not truly that much. It really is not. If you look at it in that aspect, okay, what is in a cake box mix? It's only dry ingredients. It's your basic dry ingredients is sugar, flour, baking soda, baking powder, salt, and some flavoring. Okay. Sometimes they have like um, like vanilla pudding already incorporated into it. So it's basically just the dry dry ingredients. You still have to buy separately and incorporate separately the wet ingredients. And box mixes um, allow you to be able to doctor them up. So you can actually change and enhance the flavor. You can change and enhance the texture. There is so much that you can do with it. I am not knocking down anybody that uses a cake box. I personally don't use a cake box. Um, but if I were to use a cake box, I wouldn't have a problem saying that I would. And I don't understand why it should affect, um, how a client decides if they want to hire you or not for a custom cake. Custom cake means that the design is custom. The cake part still remains the same. And I saw a TikTok of a really nice girl. Uh, she's another baker. I think she's up in, in Texas. And she was saying how if she uses a cake box, she's open with her clients and she lets them know that this is what she, that, what she uses. And I'm here thinking like, why? I don't understand. Why would you have to tell your client that kind of information? It's like if you go to the dentist's office um, they're not going to tell you that they got uh, toothbrushes for 10 cents versus, you know, a dollar. They're not, they're not going to do that. Um, they don't tell you which brand of every single item that they bought. And you're not going to sit there trying to search to see if their brand is cheaper than if you go to another, denti- uh, another dentist. I mean, we have to use our common sense. You don't have to tell your client which ingredients you're using unless it's for dietary restrictions, unless they ask because they have like um, allergies to certain um, things. Then in that case, you would have to say, OK, well, you don't have to you tell them exactly what you use, but you would have to look at the labels of the things that you are using and let them know, um, well, this is what's in, in this recipe. Um, you don't have to say that you use cake box, I honestly, took. I honestly got, I don't think that the client really cares. If the client cared, yeah, they're going to want obviously a cake for the taste of it. But the majority of the people want custom cakes for the look of the custom cake. And of course, it's going to taste good. It's just cake boxes do taste good. If you bake them correctly, they taste good. If you doctor them, they taste even better. Um, and, yeah, you could even do the Puerto Rican-style cake. Um, el bicocho mojadito, you can do it with uh, a cake box. You just don't need to make it as moist. Um, and, of course, I would substitute the oil for the butter. I would use milk instead of water. And I would add an extra egg just to make sure that it, it's not so fluffy and that it still binds together. I would still do the process the same way. I would separate the eggs and the egg yolk from the egg whites and I would beat the egg whites separately um, until they create a meringue and I would add a little bit of sugar to that just to make sure that it it creates those beautiful shiny peaks and then I would incorporate it into the other part of the cake mix and I will bake it normally and then once it comes out of the oven I would make it moist the same way that I would if I was baking from scratch I mean for me the process still remains the same the only thing that I would say is that using a cake box, the cakes do come out a little bit fluffier, a little bit softer. So you have to bake them just a little bit longer so that they're so that you're able to handle them, okay? But another thing that I really, really like about this, um, and that you have to be very careful about and also keep into consideration, is the fact that when you bake from scratch, I don't know if you guys remember um, when the pandemic started in twenty twenty. How difficult, for some reason, was to find certain ingredients um, in those in the stores? The well, it's not for some reason. Factories were shutting down. People were getting COVID. People were, you know, not being able to work. So a lot of things shut down. Production stopped. Uh, truckers stopped making deliveries so you know the whole country saw itself affected then suddenly we saw you know thousands and thousands of families local families that were stuck at home watching tiktok and suddenly trying out every single recipe that they could suddenly everybody was a bread maker suddenly everybody was a baker and they were trying to keep their kids busy um, a lot of new baking businesses or oh, you know they rose from the situation of not having an income, being stuck at home, not knowing what to do, but for us that were already in this business, it was very hard for us to find butter uh it was hard for us to find flour. I would have to go from store to store, even my regular stores they wouldn't have the flour that I was looking for, so I remember having to go from using um, the Washington flour over switching to the gold medal um, and it changed the texture of my cakes it really did change the texture and I hated it because obviously my clients really didn't notice but I noticed and I didn't like it and I didn't feel right using it so when it comes to baking from scratch um the regular butter that I was using, I couldn't find it either. I had to go ahead and go to Gordon's Food Store and just buy their generic brand for butter. Um, and honestly, it really does change the the taste of your cake. It it changes the texture of your cake. And if if you have to constantly change um, because you're baking from scratch, you're not having something that is so, so important and it's called quality control. Your customer is going to continue to come to you obviously for the look of the cake, but the taste also has a major part of it. Um, And it's the consistency. If your cakes are always tasting the same, they know like I'm going to order a cake from Jotty and it's always moist. It's always the same flavor. It's always delicious. It's always fluffy, um, spongy and whatever then you have that at your fingers where you have quality control. When you're baking from scratch, you don't always have that quality control. I, can, I know for sure that if I grab a cake box mix and I, I buy the same one every single time and I buy the same eggs every single time and I buy the same oil every single time, water doesn't even matter. <laughs> water is water. Um, and I bake it at the same temperature every single time and I leave it in the oven the same amount of time. It's always going to come out the same way. Quality control is so important. All these major bakeries like Carlos Bakery, um, you know, the Cake Boss, they use not box cake, but they use commercial mixes. They don't bake from scratch. There's no way. With the amount of clients that they have, there's just no way. And now they're shipping and everything. They have to use commercial mixes. Commercial mixes bring you or they offer you quality control. Baking from scratch, though, it's... Lovely, um, us that are uh, bakers that know that we can tell the difference between a uh, cake made from scratch and a cake made with commercial mix um, or a box mix, um, we know that the from scratch cakes taste different, um, but I'm gonna be completely honest, not everybody likes a cake that is from scratch. Scratch cakes sometimes tend to be a little bit on the dry side. Sometimes if you don't bake it correctly it could be kind of like eating cornmeal. I don't know why but baking is a science. It's such a science. And if you're relying on certain products for your in certain grocery stores for your for your eggs, for your butter, for your flour, for your milk and all, suddenly these things change. Your recipes are going to be affected by it and you lose quality control. And by losing quality control, you in the you in the end end up losing business. Um, if you use a box cake or you use commercial um mixes, you have quality control and you're still able to provide the same kind of product consistently, and that is very, very, very important. This whole tobacco comes hand in hand with the people that would say, um, I make my own fondant versus the people that buy store ready fondant. For a long time, I struggled with that because I wanted to continue baking, um, making my cakes with homemade fondant. But I realized very quickly that because of the growth that I was having, that God, it was just physically impossible for me to be making all this fondant all the time. It was just not, it's not possible. Plus the fondant that I make it has to sit for at least eight hours, preferably overnight, at least 24 hours before I use it. Um, and I take last minute orders constantly. And if I have someone that needs a cake that I'm they're like $400, $500. And they need it in two days, you better believe your ass that I'm going to take that order. And I need to make sure that I have the supplies ready and available for when this client calls me. And if I have to make fondant, it's just, I won't be able to do that. I need to make sure that I simplify things for myself. When I call myself, I don't call myself a baker. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed that, but I don't call myself a baker. When anybody says, oh, you're a baker, no, I'm not a baker. I'm a cake designer. I create masterpieces. I create art. I am not. I don't call myself a baker because I don't consider myself a baker. I cannot bake pastries for the life of me unless it's un pastillito de guayaba. And for that, all you need is a pastry dough, el hojaldre. And guava and powdered sugar. Like, if you mess that up, like, I don't know what you're, doing, what you're doing with your life. You cannot mess it up. The dough sheet is ready. All you have to do is slather some guava in it. Um, you bake, first you bake the pastry dough. Then you slit it in half. You put the guava in it. And then you sprinkle the powdered sugar in it. And voila. Tienes pastelillito de guayaba. That's it. Um, I don't make pastries. My cake recipes, they are proved through and through. I don't change my recipes. I stick with the same recipe. I have, I have three recipes you guys that I, that I swear by. And this is all I use for my business. I have a vanilla cake base. I have a chocolate cake base and I have a red velvet cake base. Okay. To the red velvet cake, I add my touch of um, chocolate chips, milk chocolate chips. And for the chocolate cake, I also add milk chocolate chips. For my vanilla cake, I bake it all vanilla. The only difference is that in my simple syrup is where I enhance the flavor. And that's where I add either with my almond cake, then I call it vanilla almond, or the amaretto, or the brandy, or if they want confetti, then I add the sprinkles in the vanilla. But that's it. I only have three recipes, and these are my only recipes my go-to this is what I do every single week um and I just enhance it depending on what I need um I don't like to experiment with new recipes the only other thing that I do and I only do it for my family is tres leches um and again you could find that recipe in my um my recipe book and I I believe I have a video on TikTok where I I did do the recipe step-by-step. It's a very simple recipe. You don't need a lot of ingredients. You don't need a lot of time. um, And it's freaking delicious. Um, And that's it. I don't mess up. And and I don't sell tres leches because, you know, I'm a cottage baker. So I cannot legally sell tres leches from my home. If you guys don't know that, Um, there are rules. There's still laws they have to abide by. Um, You cannot make anything that needs to stay refrigerate it or it'll go bad. Tres leches has to stay refrigerated or it'll go bad. Um, So does cheesecake, so does um, flan and, you know, um, el arroz con dulce when it comes time, you know, like Christmas time and stuff like that. So you have to be very careful with what you're doing from from home. I can't tell you how happy and excited I am that my five-day boot camp freaking sold out you guys i am overwhelmed with the response i am so happy i even have a student coming down from new york to come see me and spend five days with me learning how to cake decorate and bake from scratch um and the demand was like so overwhelming that i actually opened up a new date and it's going to be in july and I'm going to tell you all about it. I mean, I'm so excited. If you didn't get a chance to sign up for the five-day bootcamp for the month of June, hit me up for the month of July. Only four spaces are going to be available because I really want to just have that attention to detail to each and every one of my students. In this five-day boot camp, my goal is to transform you from a hobby baker to a cake designer. That sounds beautiful, doesn't it? We spend the first day baking from scratch. We're going to make buttercream and simple syrup. We'll also spend another day making fondant from scratch in different colors. Each recipe used in class is yours to take home. And I'm going to add some bonus recipes too. So even though we're not going to make all the recipes, but at least you'll get them and you'll be able to make them at home with the full instructions and detailed, um on how to make it. You will decorate a one-tier buttercream cake and you will stack and decorate a two-tier fondant cake. And you're going to learn proper structuring and how to achieve those coveted sharp edges. So in total, you're going to be taking two cakes home. Another day is dedicated to making fondant figures. And we'll also create all other edible decorations, including some with the Rice Krispie Treats. And we're going to be using those for our final project. In between all this jam-packed learning, we will discuss the business of baking, and on the final day, we'll spend hours on how I keep my schedule organized and efficient, cake tastings, pricing, flavor menu, and we will have time for Q&As. So if you've been itching to ask me those questions, this will definitely be your chance to get it right from the horse's mouth. I spent years mastering the craft of being a cake designer, and I strive to teach others how to reach new skills and confidence. You no longer have to wait for months to learn the basics. You will feel confident enough to start making a profit from the comfort of your home. All supplies will be provided, along with refreshments for all five days. Each student will take home written instructions, my very own recipe book, two fully decorated cakes, and best of all, a new career and a clear path to opportunities as a cake decorator. Again, only four students will be accepted for personalized attention to each student. A $200 non-refundable deposit, non-transferable deposit is required. And the final payment is due June 25th. So you guys, if you're interested, hit me up. Go to the link on this show and sign up. You won't regret it. But the point is that my client is coming to me mostly because they want the look of um, the cake that I'm going to be offering them. There's a certain style. There's something that they're going for for their vision for the party for the celebration. So they're gonna contact me mostly for that. I've never had a client ask me. By the way, do you bake from scratch or do you bake from a box? The only clients that I've had that are very very picky. Um, and I just and I can't even say that client, they're client. There's just um, they inquire and I've always had to turn them down is certain religions, especially, like, Middle Eastern religions, um, they're certain, like, they can't have anything with alcohol. They can have anything that contains gelatin, um, nothing that contains, like, animal fat in it or animal products or um, no uh, food coloring either, unless it's, like, natural food coloring, um, like, from natural herbs and fruits and stuff like that i just these are very like specific um restrictions that they have whether it's cultural whether it's religious and i just don't accommodate that okay um these are the only times that i've had people ask me specifically other than that i've, I've had people ask me um you know, I have a peanut allergy, please make sure that we have vanilla buttercream instead of the almond buttercream and that, you know, nothing comes in contact with that. If anybody has egg um, allergies, I just cannot accommodate that. If anybody has gluten allergies, I cannot accommodate that. Um, and I don't intend to. And so if anybody asks, hey, does your does your recipe contain eggs? Yes, it does. It contains eggs. That's, and that's pretty much the the end of it. I feel like um, going through several videos on TikTok the self-entitlement of a lot of people thinking that cake designers and bakers owe their livelihoods to them or owe them any kind of explanation just baffles me. Like I am beside myself of how little they think of at-home bakers especially since this whole cake gate thing happened um with what is her name caitlin that or kylie sorry kylie um that we had discussed in the previous episode um i feel like now suddenly people are purposely trying to come after a lot of bakers and cake designers, and I've had a few—I want to call them trolls—because no se le puede decir más nada—commenting on my videos, and I tell them, "Listen, this is not the account that you want to do that in. This not right here. Not not in this one." Um, and if they if they find out the prices that I charge, <laughs> they will probably just like have a field day. It's not like trying to poke the bear. I don't want all these people coming to my page and starting to see what I do and what I don't do or whatever. But you have to put your foot down and people have to respect your craft. Um, end of story. I am I, And most of the time, if you look into their profiles, these are people that have no content. They have no videos. They don't even have a profile photo. They literally are sitting at home on their phone or on their computer just writing crap on people's videos just for the sake of being cruel or just being miserable. And you know what they say, misery loves company. So you either block or you ignore. I am on a blocking frenzy and any single time that I see any comment uh, directed towards my video of anything that I do in anything that I show, I'm just going to simply block it. I am not going to get in a tit for tat with people out there because they just don't know. They're not in this world. And that's the other thing that I feel like if you take anything from this episode is that you need to be sure and stand on your Two feet and stand your ground that you know what you're doing, whether you are using a box cake mix or whether you are baking from scratch, it is your business, it is your livelihood. This is what you decided to do with your life. This is what you said, I really want to do this, and you have to stand firm on that. You cannot allow anybody to stump all over you to tell you how you're going to do anything to start making you second question or question yourself or, you know, like um, I did see a video of this girl that she was like, oh, you know, I'm thinking that maybe if I am baking from a cake box mix, then maybe I shouldn't charge as much as I have been charging. Like, no, people are not paying premium prices for premium ingredients. The, like I said, the price difference is only $13. You cannot come at me for $13, you want a $13 discount and that'll make your entire day, okay, for the $210 cake that I'm charging you, then I'm going to charge you $197. Is that really going to make a difference for you? Because it's really not going to make a difference for me. It honest to God will not make a difference for me. There's a lot more where that came from. The people that are trying to like tell you that you're charging too much, they're just simply not able to afford it. And they're too proud to say, "Hey, I cannot. I cannot pay for it. If you can't, you can't." And that's it. I don't pretend that I'm trying to buy from expensive retailers either. I just I know what my limits are, and I know what's my budget. The other thing is that I've been seeing is people saying that uh, we shouldn't be charging for. Um, our shopping time or the wear and tear of our supplies and stuff like that. Listen, if you want to go ahead and make your own cake, go ahead, make your own cake, buy your own tools, go ahead and get yourself a stand mixer, go ahead and buy the pan of the size that you need and make the, the pan grease and go ahead and buy all the ingredients, go to the cake supply store, buy all the supplies and make yourself your own cake. Buy all the fondant, buy the fondant tools, buy the fondant molds, buy everything. At the end of the day, you're going to spend a lot more in supplies than if you would have just paid someone else to do it. You pay someone not for what they do. It's for knowing to do what they do. They do something that you cannot do. So that's what you pay. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're using a cake box, continue to use the cake box if it works for you and you have clients coming for you then continue to do that do not let anybody come at you and tell you that you have to change the way that you're doing your business if it's working for you you continue to do that and always keep in consideration that your prices are not just based on ingredients and supplies it is your time your time is the most valuable thing and it is the one thing that needs to be paid the most If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me reach more Latina listeners like you who also want to grow their cake business. Visit my website, orlandocakeacademy.com, and join my email list for updates, new program announcements, and future classes. You can also find me on Instagram at bakingaboss. Thank you so much for your support, and remember, el cielo es el límite.